Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we'll reveal the common thread among the records on last week's show, we'll go far away, we'll find out what's new, we'll venture into the dark, tread lightly, and find out what everyone's doing. If you listened to last week's show, and if you didn't, you better have a damn good reason, because there is simply no excuse... You know that all of the records on last week's show had one thing in common. What was it? Well, if you're a member of the IAJRC, that is the International Association of Jazz Record Collectors, and you carefully read the current spring 2017 issue of the association's journal, thanks to an article by Jeffrey Wheeler, you know that the common thread is that all of the records I played were reissued in the late 1930s on the Hot Records Society label. The Hot Record Society label was founded in 1937 by Steve Smith to reissue what were described as rare and out-of-print records in the swing tradition. What got reissued was determined by an advisory board of about 20 members, and letters describing the upcoming releases were mailed to subscribers every couple of months. I played only a fraction of the records that were revived on the label. In 1938, the company began issuing newly recorded jazz and did so until 1947. Some of the artists they recorded were Pee Wee Russell, Muggsy Spanier, J.C. Higginbotham, Sidney Bechet, and Jack Teagarden, names you hear regularly on this show. Starting in 1939, they also had their own record store in Manhattan, selling both new and used records. Our friend Brian Wright, founder of Rivermont Records, came very close to the answer, guessing that the records were all reissued under the UHCA, or United Hot Clubs of America, label. The UHCA was formed in 1935 by Milt Gabler, who owned the Commodore Music Shop in New York, and Steve Smith. Since the answer was so obscure and no one won the Peacherine Ragtime Society Orchestra CD, I'll give everyone listening a chance to win it without having to do anything other than send an email. So if you'd like a brand new sealed copy of Step With Pep by the Peacherine Ragtime Society Orchestra, Send an email to Glenn, with two N's, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com by midnight, Saturday, July 29th, and a winner will be chosen at random. That's Glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com by midnight, Saturday, July 29th. Good luck. So now that that's out of the way, let's get on to some music. A couple of weeks ago, I played Stealing to Virginia by Ernest Carl's Society Players and noted that they apparently recorded only seven sides. Well, another of those seven sides the band recorded was that brand new gal of mine. And here it is to start off a brand new set.
sweetheart in that old galopine. The years have been kind, for still I could find the smile of the old love that I left behind. We sang the love songs of old Lang Syne. I felt her spell round my heart and twine. I found a brand new sweetheart. She's at all gal of mine. Thank you. 
there's the first of at least a couple of Triple R debuts on tonight's show. Carolyn Clark with Russ Morgan and his orchestra, playing There's a Brand New Picture in My Picture Frame in the Morgan Manor. That DECA 78, number 1922, was made in New York on July 7, 1938. There's a Brand New Picture in My Picture Frame was written by Dave Franklin and Cliff Friend, and Carolyn Clark isn't the only female to record it. B. Wayne also recorded it with Larry Clinton a couple of weeks earlier. Before that, Harold Van Emberg found a brand new sweetheart on October 1st, 1932 with Joe Green's Ambassadors. I Found a Brand New Sweetheart was written by Nick Kenny and Ira Schuster. Nick Kenny's not been mentioned on the show before, but he gets credit for a number of songs in the 30s, including Why Couldn't It Last Last Night. And we'll leave that right there. We started the show with Ernest Carl's Society Players with that brand new gal of mine recorded on Boxing Day in 1923. That would be December 26th, the day after Christmas. Gus Van, Joe Skank, Harry Axt, and Milton Davis, the Davis in the Garber Davis Orchestra, all get writing credit for that one. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. For this next segment of the show, for no particular reason, we're going to venture into the dark. Now, don't worry. There's nothing to be afraid of. Here's Miss Lee Morse. Hurry up, bright eyes. Hurry up, put me wise. Honest and truly, better stop telling lies. Would you like to be on my family tree? Won't you answer with your big blue eyes? Don't keep me in the dark, bright eyes. Bring sunshine to my heart, bright eyes. My love is burning, oh please don't delay. Don't keep me yearning, let's marry today. You know when all is said and done. That two can live as cheap as one Be mine and the sunshine will light up the skies Don't keep me in the dark, bright eyes Hurry up, bright eyes, answer my questionnaire Do you intend to love me or give me air? Am I yours or not? Now tell me what is what Tell me, do you really, truly care? dark bright eyes bring sunshine to my heart bright eyes i've got the kisses and you've got the jack you know i'm willing and so what's holding us back you know when all is said and done that two can live almost as cheap as one will you buy the apples if i bake the pies oh don't keep me in the dark Right high. <laughs> 
Oering's Pennsylvanians and the three girlfriends all Dancing in the Dark on May 18, 1931. Dancing in the Dark was composed by Arthur Schwartz with the lyrics by Howard Dietz and is from the Broadway musical review The Bandwagon, which opened June 3, 1931 at the New Amsterdam Theater, shortly after this recording was made. It ran for 260 performances and inspired two films, Dancing in the Dark and The Bandwagon. Before Fred Waring, it was Isham Jones and his orchestra with Eddie Stone providing the vocal on Darkness on the Delta from December 16, 1932. Al J. Nyberg and Marty Symes wrote the words and Jerry Livingston the tune. We started off that darkness set with Lee Morris and her Bluegrass Boys and Don't Keep Me in the Dark, Bright Eyes. What she lacks in vocal finesse, Lee Morse more than makes up in exuberance on that June 25, 1928 recording. Don't Keep Me in the Dark, Bright Eyes was written by Pete Wendling and Alfred Bryan. Planets, asteroids, and comets do not travel around the sun in perfect circles, but in ellipses, so that at one point in their orbit they are as close to the sun as they will be, and at another point they are as far away from the sun as they will be during that orbit. The point at which the Earth is closest to the Sun is called the perihelion, and the point at which Earth is farthest away from the Sun is called the aphelion, from the Greek words apo, meaning away, off or apart, and helios, the Greek god of the Sun. Earth's 2017 aphelion took place a few weeks ago on July 3rd, so for this segment of the show we're going to go musically far away. Here's Vincent Lopez. Thank you. 
Muzzy Marcelino with Ted Fiorito and his orchestra, and You're Too Far Away, from Brunswick 7399, recorded March 5, 1935. You're Too Far Away was written by Cole Porter and originally had the title I Look at You. It was intended for the Broadway show The New Yorkers, but was unused. A couple of years later, it was retitled You're Too Far Away for the show Nymph Errant, but it was cut from that show also, which was never produced on Broadway. Before You're Too Far Away, Bessie Smith and Clara Smith had The Far Away Blues on October 4, 1923. George Brooks wrote Far Away Blues, and the piano accompaniment was by Fletcher Henderson. We begin that Far Away set with Vincent Lopez and his orchestra with the Ralph Ranger tune Long Ago and Far Away, May 5, 1936. Reedman Stanley Worth sang the Leo Robin lyrics. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7 on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on iTunes as a podcast and part of the Global Community Radio Network. Longtime listener Bill, who I had the great pleasure of meeting in person while on our New York adventure back in April, 
sent a request the other day for his favorite Benny Moten recording, and I'm only too happy to play it to start off a not-heavy-handed set.
I do believe that's a triple R debut for Earl Hines and his orchestra. Chicago, October 6, 1939, Lightly and Politely. Lightly and Politely was written by Lou Bring, Carl Leaf, and Harry Snyder. Before that, Lewis Russell and his orchestra, September 5, 1930, who were Muggin' Lightly, a Lewis Russell original. I found multiple definitions for muggin' lightly, one being playing a light staccato swing, as opposed to muggin' heavy, which is playing a heavy staccato swing. I've also seen the 30s slang muggin' defined as making em laugh, and smokin' marijuana. We started off with Benny Moten's Kansas City Orchestra and Pass Out Lightly. There ain't nothing to it. From June 12, 1927. I played Pass Out Lightly in November of 2016 and quipped that it was recorded by Victor not in Kansas City, but in New York. Well, it wasn't recorded in New York either, but in Chicago, and more specifically at 952 North Michigan Avenue in Chicago. Pass Out Lightly was written by Jack Washington, who played clarinet in the band. In his request that I play that record, listener Bill mentioned that in advance of a visit to Iguana in New York City to hear Vince Giordano and his Nighthawks, he had made a request that the band play it. Even Vince Giordano, with his thousands and thousands of charts, didn't have it, but managed to get it from a friend in Michigan in time for the gig. Nice as that Victor record of Pass Out Lightly is, I would sure like to hear the Nighthawks play it live. Before we get into the final segment of the show, I want to remind you that you have a chance to win a brand new sealed copy of the Peacherine Ragtime Society Orchestra's CD, Step With Pep featuring the ragtime and dance music of Mel B. Kaufman. You don't have to answer any questions, do any research, make any guesses, perform any feats of strength, or anything else other than sending an email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com to let me know you'd like to have the CD. Send your email by midnight Saturday, July 29th, and a lucky winner will be chosen at random from all the emails received. That's glenn with two N's at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. Good luck. My friend Domingo posted his Facebook timeline, Sigur Ellis' recording of When You're Smiling, and mentioned that it's his, that is Domingo's, theme song. I don't have Sigur Ellis' recording, but I do have a nice one by Don Dewey, which will wrap up this segment having to do with When You're Doing Stuff. Thank you. 
day, the skies are gray, the birds, the bees, the trees, the summer breezes fade away when you're with somebody else. It's hard to care and have to share the love that I've known. Oh, baby, can't you see I want you all for my own? And I know that love's a game, but who's to blame? I hope and I pray and I keep on wondering if you feel the same when you're with somebody else.
there's a nice way to wrap up the show. Don Dewey with Henry Thies and his Hotel Sinton Orchestra with some good advice. Keep on smiling, because when you're smiling, the whole world smiles with you. Seems kind of naive with all that's going on in the world, but I guess it certainly can't hurt to keep on smiling. That was recorded at the Hotel Sinton in Cincinnati, Ohio on May 28, 1928. Joe Goodwin wrote the words and Larry Shea and Mark Fisher the tune. The Hotel Sinton, S-I-N-T-O-N, was located at the corner of 4th and Vine in Cincinnati and opened in 1907 with 450 rooms, and another 300 rooms were added later. The first person to sign the guest register was Andreas Burkhart, and the hotel served guests and diners in opulent style for 57 years. The hotel was demolished in 1965, and the site is now occupied by PNC Bank. Too bad. Before Henry Thies, it was Gene Cardos and his orchestra with When You're Getting Along With Your Gal, from a Crown 78 wax June 12, 1932. You heard a little stride piano solo in there by Joel Shaw. Sammy Fain wrote the tune and Irving Kale the words. We started off with Bernie Cummins and his orchestra, with Bernie Cummins himself providing the vocal refrain on When You're With Somebody Else, recorded by Brunswick on January 7, 1928. You probably think of her only as a hugely popular singer in the 20s and 30s, but Ruth Edding wrote lyrics and or music to several songs, including Wistful and Blue, Maybe Who Knows, and When You're With Somebody Else. Well, we've got some time left, so I guess that's not the end of the show after all. So, I was going to play this record as part of the brand new set, but didn't think I'd have time, so you're going to hear it now. The University Six was a pseudonym for the California Ramblers on the Harmony label, Columbia's budget mark, and here they are with Wait Till You See My Brand New Mama. Spencer Clark replaced Adrian Rollini on bass sax in this September 22, 1926 session.
I'm Glenn Robison, and you've been listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week to hear who won the Peacherine Ragtime Society Orchestra's CD, Step With Pep. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>